How's it going, everybody, and welcome to the From the Bench podcast. I'm Nate Lewis. I'm Rob Bateman. I'm Dane Medovich. And I'm Josh McClurg. Okay, so we're missing uh, Rob HP today. He's away on other business. But um, we're going to start off and uh, get straight into the Boston Celtics. With what, a, what a streak they're on. Amazing. Awesome so far. What's the record? What is the record at the moment? 13 and 2. It doesn't matter that Kyrie's wearing a face mask. It doesn't change anything. Still I carries on. They have been doing absolutely amazing. I'm wondering when, when this is going to come to an end. And it also makes me think is any other certain teams going to catch up to them? You know, is this just a fluke? 13 game will, it, will it change? Look, I don't, I don't think much will change. Uh, the way that they're playing at the moment is, it's just good basketball, really. There's, you know, you, you've got Kyrie, who's the leader of the team, but really everyone's just working well together. The passing is amazing. Yeah. Everyone can shoot. Um, it's just, they're moving the ball so well that it's just really hard for teams to even come close. Mm. Um, on that note, the Celtics are the first team in NBA history to lose their first two games and then they've won the last 13 straight. They're the first team in history to ever do that. So, yeah, they're on a, they're on a record pace at the moment. I also honestly thought, going into it, I thought that they would, they would like have quite of a, hu- um, a big... Out of, if you look at it between... Boston and the Cats. I thought that I thought that Boston would struggle with the adjustment of Kyrie yeah. over yeah. over um, obviously uh, Isaiah hasn't played for the Cavs but yet. But I thought that Boston would have struggled with the adjustment and the Cavs would have like just come out flying. Yeah. But obviously it's been the complete opposite and they have absolutely dived I mean, and continue to dive. Considering Boston are another another team that have got a prominent player been brought into them at the start of the season like all the other teams that have just had their star players get injured not about anymore not doing so great they've managed to stay afloat yeah and and also uh you know there were a lot of a lot of people saying that the the the, the trade between boston and the Cavs when they sent isaiah uh for Kyrie, everyone was going oh celtics um sorry Cavs, the Cavs won out on this massively. You know, yeah. everyone was saying how good the Cavs are going to be, and yeah, um, Isaiah was still injured and things like that. But I don't think anyone really anticipated how good that this Celtic team was going to actually be with the inclusion of Kyrie. No, that's exactly what I mean. And I, I, I think like obviously um, Isaiah's not due to come back till December, is, is or is it maybe even early January? Yeah, I, I think don't they push know. Back, yeah, to January but, now. I don't. I don't think he's going to make as a massive impact. To the, I don't think that he one person is going to is going to change this kind of dip that the Cavs are in. I don't think it's going to suddenly turn around. I don't think he'll change it at all. Uh, well, he will change it. He's yeah, obviously I mean, going to make them you, better. If you have that player on the three point line hitting those threes, yeah, but he but he's only, he's 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 going to be playing point obviously playing point guard, isn't he? And they're not really haven't really got a point guard at the moment. Who are they using? We've got, we got Derek Rose, but he's he's, he's he's on well out, yeah. But when he when he was in, yeah, but who out, are they using? He was back on like thirty minutes LeBron. a game, wasn't he? No, they're not using LeBron. LeBron is playing point forward. But um, what I'm going to say is, 
when Isaiah comes back, uh, I I do see the Cavs like playing a lot better because at the moment you've got LeBron doing pretty much everything. You know, Kevin Love. Kevin Love's been a great scorer for them and and on the defensive boards and everything like that. But if if you can free LeBron up to um, you know to not do as much work as he has to do at the moment, then that's gonna uh, give him the opportunity to just let loose, really, because he's, he doesn't have to bring the ball up. He doesn't have to, you know, organise his team. He doesn't have to do this. He's got his little general next to him so that he can sort out what where he needs to be or what he needs to do. Yeah. Um, while you've got Isaiah there really controlling the play. The way I see it is that uh, he like, uh, Isaiah's inclusion will help the Cavs a lot. I don't know how much this year. I think it might take a bit longer for them to... Um, to gel and to actually play with each other because you've got a player of this caliber who's been injured, who hasn't really had an opportunity to play with the team. So, mm. you know, it, it might work. It might work straight well, away like the, like Boston have and they've just clicked. Yeah, well, this, that you've just led into exactly what I was going to finish on is that what I was going to say is, is that you've put Kyrie Irving into Boston, right? But it's not Kyrie Irving making Boston what they are. Boston are are playing how they are at the moment because of the unit the that they are yeah. as a team, right? So if you if you look at the cat, so if Boston keep up this sort of, and they're obviously not going to stick to the pace they're at, but they're definitely going to be a playoff team, oh, yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. Possibly could even be, you know, number one in the um, in the East, for all we know. Be. Right, but you look at the Cavs, okay? If I, I think that Isaiah Thomas coming out on the floor isn't going to change the fact that they don't gel as a team. It's not suddenly going to... That's not going to re- relieve LeBron of trying to cover all other positions, right? So I think you're going to... I think he's going to be worn down. And I just don't think that they're going to have this playoff... The playoff push that they have the last three years. I've just got this feeling that it's just well, going to come... Yeah, well, we all do. <laughs> I just got to think this is going to... It's for this reason, this, this non... This thing where they haven't gelled much. I don't think that Isaiah is going to come and change that. I just think that LeBron's going to be overworked trying to get this team ahead. And that's well, going to He's already played to fail more minutes than any other player in the league. This is what I mean. It's going to all come crashing down. And then he'll come to the Lakers. Okay, so it's now time for Stat Violation. This week sees Dane facing up against Josh. It's going down, boy. So if you haven't listened to our podcast before, Stat Violation is where the stat master, this week it's Nathan, Hello. will read out uh, four questions. After each question, uh, Dane and Josh will write down their answer and we'll keep track of the score. We will go to overtime if required. Nathan, take it away. There are four players in the NBA right, to have more fouls than points. Is that a stat fact? Or a stat violation. It's a fact. Yes. Hey. Well done, Dane. Put a tick next to that one. Are you ready for question two? Sure am. Fifteen players in the NBA started out as swimmers. Stat fact or stat violation? Swimmers. Swimmers. Probably one of those ones where it's like, it wasn't, it was 10. Ah. Time. Uh, violation? Violation. 
It's a violation. Yeah. But can you tell me the one NBA player that did start his career as a swimmer? I'm just going to go with Dwight Howard because of his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim Duncan. Oh. Tim Duncan. Wow. Well, if we're you know getting technical, technically everyone, every player started out as a swimmer. I was thinking a long time. Mark, <laughs> okay, question three. Mark Cuban once worked at a Dairy Queen during his career in the NBA. During his career? No, and by career, I mean during only. Is that fact or is that violation? That's time. Yeah, that is a fact. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically what happened was he said that the um, the officials basically couldn't manage Dairy Queen. So Dairy Queen basically asked him if he liked to manage a Dairy Queen for a day. Yeah, and he did. I did like Dairy Queens when I was out in America. Yeah, I love them. Okay. I knew what one was. I'd love it too. Question four. Ice cream. What is the scores? Uh, three, two. Three to Dang. Twitter bird on the logo is named after Larry Bird. That is right. <laughs> Time. A violation? I put fact. It's a fact. Oh, yeah! No! I just thought there's no other way that that can be NBA re- related other than it's. That is, yeah. yeah, true. Good way of looking at it. Oh, tied it up. Knew what you've done. Got to go down to so the final one. Over time. Over time, boys. Over time. This is mine. Here we go. Question five. Shaquille O'Neal. Big diesel. Currently, or once, I'm not sure. That's a good start. Owned 10% of all five guys. Restaurant. Fact or violation? That's time. I put violation. I put fact. It's a fact. Hey, the come well from done, Josh. Well done, Josh. I just knew Shaq had uh, his finger in many pots. Yeah, I will just say, as um, every week, our our uh, questions are taken from the um, internet. So if any of them are wrong. See, it's Wikipedia. Complaint letters to complaint letters to Wikipedia. The email, the um, the websites that we got the answers. That was stat violation. Okay, guys. So next up, I want to talk about the. Beef between LeBron James, Frank Nilekina, and Ennis Cantor. Le Cantina. I don't think you call this beef. Oh, that is a good topic name. Le Cantina. Le Cantina. Just a beer. Brilliant. Yeah, fight as well. You're seriously way too good for this podcast. Wow. Wasted talent. So it all started when, um, in a pre-game interview for the Knicks-Cavs game. 
LeBron was saying that the Knicks sh- should have drafted um, Dennis Smith Jr. And although he didn't directly um, diss Nilakina, it's it's not a great. And then uh, Cantor, I think, put on Twitter that we're happy with what we got. Thank you very much. Cardiff. And then during the game, that's when it all kicked off. Um, it didn't really kick off, though, did it? Well, it did. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron. LeBron was a little bit of... Uh, I thought what LeBron did was kind of weird anyway. But if you actually look at it, like, if you properly, like, look at it... Um, I think it's a delay It game. does look like Frank... That Frank does kind of, like, push into him as he goes to walk past him. Frank okay. who? Neil Keener. Hey. And that, uh, that kind of causes him, I think, to then, like, stand his ground. But he just did it for too long. He pushed into him twice. And the whole thing got stupid. And then... Yeah, and his counter came over from like forty foot away, defending his teammate. Defend his teammate, which his is kind rookie of, kind teammate, of, yeah, rookie. But it's kind of cool. LeBron. It's kind of cool, but he didn't really need to be there because I thought that Neil Kinnan did the most perfect thing by just putting his arms out and being like, "What? What's your problem? What? I thought it was, I didn't. I think it looked it really cool. cool. You want, mate? It looked really cool. What do you think, Rob? Um, I, I the thing I like most is well, two things. And I am biased, but I like how the rookie stood up for himself against the arguably the best player in the league. Yep. Um, and he wasn't scared to do yeah. that. And second of all, I like the, the great team spirit of Cantor standing up for his rookie. You know, both these guys are new to the Knicks. They haven't played before, together before, only played together for what we up to sort of like 12 games they've played. Yeah. And he's already like, no, that's my man. Don't mess with him. No, I, I've watched clips of this over and over and over. And, and, and if you actually listen to... Were you watching this game? I watched it live. Uh, if you actually listen to the, com- the commentary, actually saying how much uh, this obviously... I think this was obviously, this was the Cavs commentators, but I'm not 100% sure this might have been uh, from, a, from an outside source. But they're saying how um, you know, Ernest Cantor is quite mouthy anyway. Like he's he's known to be mouthy and there was no need to be there and like he's all, he's just like kind of actually ripping into him really they actually really were ripping into him so even going back to LeBron and, and sort of they just kind of straight away blamed it on him so what do you think about that do you think it was him? Um, well no he didn't have to go over but I would say most team? good teams where they got a good team spirit yeah. they're going to defend one another. I think in in, in my honest opinion. LeBron, LeBron is basically, he, he started it, really. He's, he's causing a bit of trouble. Nilakina bent down to pick up the ball, and he's standing over him, basically. He's gone to get the ball, and he's in his way. trying Like, the, the Cavs have just scored. He's trying to get back to pass, to inbound the ball. I'm just watching the video now. Man's no. caught up, obviously. Yeah, no, a little bit. Well, Done I, his research. I, I, I did want to look into it a bit more, and you can see the first... Even before he picks the ball, LeBron goes to run to the other end. Runs into him. Like, he runs, and then Nilakina? Yeah. yeah. Pushes him. Yeah. Pushes him back and then bends down to pick the ball up. LeBron's annoyed that he just. If the been ball's pushed. there, LeBron is clearly getting in getting in his way. I think it I think that I, I think it does look like uh Nilakina actually like went yeah, into him first and LeBron just stood there like what's happening. But you, I do think definitely LeBron's not starting that. I do think LeBron still was looking for not a fight, but looking for 
He's trying to stir it up. Yeah, he's trying to exactly. stir him up. He started it pre-game by saying you picked the wrong guy. And even on the I, on the day, it, he, like, was, think, he was sort of think, riding the subway and everything, making a big deal about being in New York and everything like that, and saying like you know about being the king. He's the king of New York, isn't he? Like, that's that's all we put after the game. He's that's, the king of New York. We just got it up on our monitors here in the office. On the media official from the bench replay centre. Yeah, but look, he's going for the ball. You can see LeBron. Look, yeah, there you go. See, yeah, yeah. Look, and walking into it. Two hours later. Yeah, that's, that's LeBron. No, but you saw the first bit though. Yeah, but look, look where the ball is. I do love the arms look though. The, the arms. Is. That's an awesome thing. Look where the ball is. He's walking right into him. He knows where he is. Twenty minutes later. Look, look. straight away. He was just walking. He wasn't. Yeah, but I he's think, going to I get think... the ball. Look, you can see he's going to get the ball. And you can't. Run into each other. Uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah. If you play it from the other angle, you, you can see the ball on the floor. I that think, angle, I you think, can't see I the think ball. You saw the ball I bounce. Think, I yeah, think but... LeBron could have purposely ran into him. Eventually. Nah, to me, that's egged on by LeBron. But, but how can it be? How can it be not when it's just so coincidental that LeBron posts about Milikina? Uh, before the game, and then this suddenly just happens. Like I, I, I just think it's instigated by LeBron, and his teammates come in to stand up for him. And yeah. all, all evidence goes against LeBron at the moment because he's in this whole weird, angry stage where he's posting memes about Arthur and just things like. He's got <laughs> but did you see? But it seems after the win. <laughs> do you see post game after after the after the Cavs won the game, but after the Cavs come back Sorry, to I, win? Did you clear your throat, Rob? Was again? Again, Cleveland won the game. Um, or like half of the Cavs' um, team all put Arthur yeah. pictures up. I, I it's think like, like, guys, I come think on! Any, I think that any teammate would follow LeBron. I think anyone would because of who he is. But I don't think you've got I any choice. He, if you're not with got, him, then then you'll be traded out anyway. I think he's just got this thing on his shoulders where he's like, our team's sucking, so I'm just gonna like I don't know. It seems like he's a little bit sour. Did you see the post-game press conference when they asked? Uh, uh, Canter about the altercation and Canter basically just goes king queen princess yeah I, I thought that was who dumb. you are uh, you know I'm gonna stick up for my teammate and then they told LeBron about it and then the LeBron, LeBron 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 just goes I'm the king my wife's a queen my daughter's a princess I've got it all covered or something like that it's like yeah I thought that comment um, uh, and it's kind of I'm comment. just a bit I'm I'm a little bit over LeBron. Be honest. He's, yeah, he's, we, he's probably feeling because pushed out by Yanis. <laughs> <laughs> no, move but, over. But, but last year when we had that team, it was all good. It was all yeah. stuff. They didn't win. Yeah. But you know, he he was somewhere. Now it's it's kind of just him. He's kind of getting frustrated that he can't. He's, he's bring probably, this team to win like he's he always probably has. feeling very subconscious, very alone for the first time. You know, he's he's, he's lost he's lost Kyrie. Mm. That was you know his go to person. That's. You know, I, guess I will just add the Knicks are higher than the Cavs on the ladder too. So yeah, no, they are. Yeah. That makes me really happy. Makes me bloody happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we are in our second season and we thought it's time to bring in a new game. So the working title of this game is Who Am I? I'm going to read out facts about a certain NBA player might be currently playing or retired and yeah no one knows apart from me and (laughs) these guys are all in play but they have to say their name before they answer to avoid everyone shouting out at once so let's test those buzzers nate josh dane sweet everyone works so 
Are you guys ready to play? We're ready. Nope. Do it. Ready as I'll ever be. I reckon Dane's got this in the bag. Yeah. My my knowledge of basketball history, Vast. past and Vast present. Vast knowledge. Vast. Like a puddle. There's deeper paddling pools out there. Okay. This player um, entered the NBA draft in 1997. I think I know who it is already, but keep going. He plays as a power forward. Josh. Tim Duncan. Correct. Well done, Josh. Well done. That was good. I was there. I was, that I was, was good. I, it was on the tip of your good. tongue. It's tip of somewhere. So congratulations, Josh, on winning the first ever Who Am I? You. Well done, Josh. He's, he's, he's very quick. So he says his girlfriend. Alrighty, so now it's time for a bit of bench therapy where uh, one of our panel need to get something off their chest. Uh, Dane, how are you feeling uh, about your lovely Clippers woes? I feel great because I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that segment. <laughs> We're done. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Yeah. Um, obviously bummed because... The, the first few games were, were, were pretty good. Exciting. Pretty good. Bold and exciting. That is the uh, catchphrase of the show. Bam. But, I mean, it's not like it's the same team that started the season that's playing now that's losing. There's a lot of injuries, a lot of people to replace other people, and it hasn't worked. And started off so well, didn't Austin it? Like Rivers is still on the team. and <laughs> Doc Rivers is still on the team. <laughs> It started off well with Blake. Like I, I was thinking, oh man, Blake's back. Like he, pr- he definitely still is. But what's his team? You yeah. even, yeah. you even tweeted that Blake is back. Well, it's because <laughs> I believe it. Blake is back, but he's got no one to get his back. That's exactly right. But you know, DeAndre Jordan is still doing well. He's yeah p- pulling down the boards and 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 doing his job well. But they're lacking that uh, front court. Love uh, City. Love, love. Just someone. You know, Austin Rivers is good, but he's a good backup point guard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't need... Is he playing... Yeah. He's playing point guard. Yeah. Beverly's, uh, Beverly's off at the moment. He's uh, day-to-day. Oh, thing. yeah. Patrick. So, you know, you've got you've got Blake and DeAndre. They're still doing their job and they're still playing well, but they're just missing that uh, leader. Not leader, but because Blake's the leader, but they're, they're missing that general at the front who... who yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, though, DJ's in the paint under the under the basket you've got Blake's coming in you need someone who you can chuck it out to mm. on the three point line just, just sink those threes and mm. I guess that was the hope need someone orchestrating basically yeah especially as the NBA is leaning more towards that three point line shot it's been, yeah. it's been more I mean, and more relied it's upon it's not like yeah. the Clippers haven't got anyone to hit that point, shot it's not as much just it's not they're not in the position they're in because no one's hitting three point shots no but they're, 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 strong, in, they're strongest two players just, very much in the paint dominant aren't they yeah. The they were bound to hit. I was gen- genuinely surprised when they started off so well. So I was like, without Chris Paul, I was like, it's going to be a bit strange for them. And they pulled it out of the back. But I didn't, they're just not going to be able to keep it up, I think. And that's exactly what's happened. Not with they, they don't have the, the, players, the players they started with. Yeah. You know, even if you bring you know, Gilinari comes back, Beverly comes back, fit and well, you've still got Milos who's not there anymore. You know, he was going to be that person that was going to, you know, not take as many shots, not score as many points, but be more of a playmaker. To guide that, yeah, guide them. Yeah, I just think they're missing that uh, that general, the leader, to you know get the ball to Blake when he's on on fire, or lob the ball to DeAndre or whatnot. You just, I, I just think that 
with the injuries, uh, they they've they've just taken a massive hit with those injuries with Beverly, um, Gallinari. So I think when they get them back, you know, they might make a bit of a run again. I still think that they can make the playoffs. Once again, I don't think they'll get out of the first round in the playoffs, but Cheers. make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, they need they need to get their their players healthy and just yeah, hope sure. that Blake or Blake full stop doesn't get injured. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Is that I feel like over the last two seasons, the Clippers. Why are you always... speculating, making this worse for me? No, no, no. This is this is this is. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> I feel like over the last two seasons, he's Blake's kind of fallen a little bit flat. I think mainly because he's been off with injuries. He hasn't played as well as he was off with the what, injury. Then when he came what, back, yeah, people was people off were used injury. to him being this huge star, and he's been quite quiet. I think he's fallen sort of, you know, you know, fallen away from it all. But I think I really hope, and it looked like this season. You know, you kind of got that that guy comes back that people pay attention to. Like, look at these crazy dunks. Look at mm. the power. Look at the agility of this guy. And, I really hope that that keeps up, you know, because he... I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be deflating, having that game plan, you know, pre-season, this is how it's going to go, this is what we're going to be doing, and then just you, you can't you can't complete on that because you haven't got those, those players there anymore. No. So... Uh, the Lakers had a game plan, and they just... Oh, they don't suck, but they haven't been doing great. They're about as good as Clippers. This ain't your bench therapy. Dane's. Sorry. <laughs> But again, just, just say just, it. Just don't worry about any of it because everything's fine. Everything's on fire, but I'm still smiling. All right, guys. So we're going to end on um, one of our our favourite segments, and that's just a tip. And if you've never heard this before, basically all we do is we pick a game, and we each take a guess at who we think is going to win the tip. So the game we're choosing is the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And um, I guess Dane, you you pick first. I'm going to go with the Warriors on this one. Okay, okay. I'm also going for the Golden State Warriors. It's a tip. I'm going to go for uh, Boston, okay? Yeah, Boston. Do you want to know why? Boston. Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, I would, I would love to know why, Nate. Please, um, I share. might be wrong. I might have dreamt this, but um, Zaza tips, doesn't he, for Golden State? Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. But that's why. That's why. That is brilliant. No, Al, Al Horford, uh, for sure, can jump higher than Zaza. And there we go. That was, that the, was tip. the tip. That was just the tip. All right, guys. And that's the end of another From the Bench podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Remember Thank you. That, Good um, remember, you can still check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Pick up all our podcasts on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud. So, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. See you later. Play more sports. Sayonara. Sayonara.